Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast, and this is your host, Ed Oliver. Make sure you guys subscribe to the Locked On Wizards podcast and all the Locked On NBA podcasts. Make sure you leave a uh, a good rating as well. And um, yeah, let's let's get into the summer league talk, man. Um, some interesting things happened tonight. The Wizards uh, essentially got blown out at one point. Um, it started ugly, and then the Wizards fall back, and we started off down eight zero. And a one for seven from the field, and then we just clawed our way back into it. So I mean, COVID, the the virus has has struck the Wizards again. I mean, continuously strikes the Wizards. Uh, Bradley Bill couldn't even travel to Tokyo for the Olympics. You know, we had that two week period where we didn't play a basketball game because of the virus. I mean, we we just we just can't get past it. So uh, some way somehow it just it just bites us. But you, you look at the roster, and it, it, you can definitely definitely tell that we miss some guys. Um, it's unfortunate Kyrie Walker, uh, if you didn't know, he's going to be out for the whole summer league. I was looking forward to seeing him play. He's a good player. Um, didn't play college basketball. He had an interesting story. He he can't play in the summer league. And then uh, Cassius Winston didn't play, couldn't play, and Isaiah Todd couldn't play. Uh, he, he just signed to a contract. And, uh, of course, we'll get into Corey Kispert, first and foremost, our first-round pick. Uh, I thought he had a – I thought he had a decent game. Um I thought he had a solid game. He he did miss a layup. It was a reverse layup. He he. I thought he could have went a little bit stronger and and looked for some contact. But I, he's a smart player. He showed basketball IQ. And I'll look at my notes here that I wrote down during the game. He and he, he his form looked good. He he can shoot the ball from 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 the NBA three. It's not an adjustment at all for him. I thought he had solid form. It looked it was a crisp form. And uh, it, was, it was very solid. I, I, I thought it didn't change at all. So that was encouraging. He's a good cutter. I mean, that, that one cut to the basket where, where Jordan Goodwin, the point guard from St. Louis, who was on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, he had a nice pass to Corey Kisper. He cut to the basket and finished and had a nice finish. And that just shows his basketball IQ. I like, I like his grit and his toughness, him fighting on the floor, uh, diving on the floor for the loose basketball. He got a nice steal. Uh, and then he did it again in the second half and had a nice assist to Jay Huff, who had a nice dunk out of Virginia. So Corey Kisper, he made some good plays. They just don't, they just don't have, they didn't have a facilitating point guard or a floor general out there to create shots for him. And that's what he really needs. I mean, Corey Kisper, we know, we, we know what he is. He's a shooter. He's a knockdown shooter. He was the best shooter in the NCAA last year. He had the, he led the NCAA in an effective field goal percentage, was a elite three point shooter, was a sniper from three. We know what he can do. He hit nine threes in a game versus Virginia. So we, we know what, 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 Corey Kisper can do, and we just didn't, we didn't have the facilitators out there. A lot of guys were out there. You could tell, you know, looking to make their names and, and get that contract in the NBA, fighting for the NBA careers. And a lot of guys were putting their head, heads down and going to the cup and, you know, had tunnel vision out there and weren't really looking for Corey Kisper to, to pass him the basketball. I think that will change with Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Bill, guys like that who can create for themselves and create for others. I think Corey Kisper will look a lot better in the NBA games. We'll see how it goes along. I really wish Cassius Winston could have played because I think that's a guy that could definitely create more and get Corey Kisper open shots. You see what he did um, in the G League and how uh, Cassius Winston played in, uh, at, at Michigan State as well. So I think he definitely could have created more for Corey Kispert, uh for a lot of open threes, corner threes. And Corey Kisper, you know, he was running off screens. And Davion Mitchell, you know, he knows his game. You know, Davion Mitchell was guarding him a little bit. And uh, Davion Mitchell probably gave the Kings that scouting report. And the Kings, the Kings have played. They played since Utah. They were in that summer league since Utah, since the Utah summer league that that started before the Vegas league. So they got chemistry going. 
you know, they've got acclimated to the NBA speed, you know, the Rams in Vegas, you know, they just got more acclimated. And the Wizards, you know, they didn't have time to practice. But, Corey Kessler, I'll talk about some other plays that I thought were pretty well, uh, that he did pretty well. You know, he, had, he, he attacked the closeout a little bit, tried to put the ball on the floor, but he lost the ball a little bit here and there. So that's not his – you know, dribbling and, and creating for himself is not his biggest strength. I think he is capable of creating a shot for himself, but that's not his biggest strength. So tonight, you know, he had eight points. Made two threes. He went – let's look at his shooting percentages. They actually have a box score now for the Summer League. They never had a box score before for the Summer League. They've, they've stepped their game up with the coverage of Summer League. Uh, and then the game that was going on at the same time was uh, Jalen Green and Kate Cunningham. I didn't really watch much of it because I watched the Wizards game, uh, even though they got blown out. Uh, Kisper went three for nine from the field, two for five from the three-point line, eight points tonight. Didn't get to the free throw line at all, but – um, he made some good shots. He, he, he made some smart, solid plays. The basketball IQ is there. The toughness is there. And the grit is there. The potential is there. So I, I think he can play really well. I think he's going to be solid. Joe Harris is a fair comparison. Guys like that, Wally Zerbiak, I think that's a fair compar- comparison. And he was a good rebound. He was rebounding the ball well, too. He was skying up there. You know, he would get the rebound, slap the ball when he came down with it. I like that a lot. I thought that was some, a strong, strong play from, from Corey Kisford. And uh, guys just got to look for him. That's what it is. And uh, call some more plays for him. They, they did do some pin downs of some screens for Corey Kispert. I like that a lot. And that's where he got open and he knocked down his shots. I thought, he, you know, maybe he could play with a little bit more confidence. But that was his first game. That was his first summer league game playing with guys. The chemistry definitely is not there. You could tell a lot of turnovers from, from the guards and forwards. A lot of turnovers down the stretch. The third quarter, it just got ugly. It got really ugly with turnovers. It uh, started to get a little out of hand. Then they came back. But – there were some spurs. I thought the second quarter was the best, or the end of that first quarter was the best play by the Wizards in the chemistry. Uh, Mike Miller was coaching the game, not the Mike Miller from the Grizzlies and the Miami Heat. Mike Miller, we saw, we uh, hired him as an assistant coach. He was the head coach. Um, I thought they tried to move the ball a little bit, and the, the Kings, they were hot from the three-point line. Super hot. They were hot from the three-point line. So I wouldn't really grade Corey Kispert's first game. I'm not going to do that, but um, you, you could definitely see some improvement areas, and then you could see some really good areas. I thought the form was good, the athleticism was good, and uh, the cutting was good. He did a good job cutting to the basket as well. So, and uh, we'll, we're going to get into some some of the other guys, but I just wanted to talk about the first round pick because I know everybody wanted to hear about him. Um, but yeah, once again, the Wizards they missed Cassius Winston. They definitely could have used Isaiah Todd tonight, and they could have used Kyrie Walker as well, and even Isuf Sanin. They could have used all those guys. And uh, we just we just had a, we had a makeshift roster out there. We had guys that we just had to bring in and call in. Um, you know, guys like Asante Gist and uh, Duran Duran Hernandez and um, different guys like that that we had to bring in and, and make this makeshift roster. So, but um, I do want to talk about some other guys, guys that I liked, and some guys. I'm not going to say studs and duds, but I guess some guys that I liked and some guys that definitely need to improve for the Wizards to um, make a run because there there is a summer league playoff. So let's see if the Wizards can make a little run and, and make the summer league playoffs and, and make a little run here. But um, this episode is brought to you by Headspace. Uh, wouldn't it be great if there was a pocket-sized guy that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better? There is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is, is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, 
Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Wow, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, Headspace, it definitely helps me get to sleep, especially after these 10 o'clock Wizards games, you know, with a loss like this. Uh, it definitely helps me get to sleep easier than usual. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash locked on NBA. Headspace, that's headspace.com slash locked on NBA for a free one month trial with access to Headspace full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash locked on NBA today. All right, let's get to some things that I really like tonight. Caleb Holmesley was balling tonight. That man was on fire. His first half, he was three for five or three for four from the three point line. Five for seven from the field. He was getting to the bucket. Um, the guy out of Liberty who he actually waived. I hope he can make this roster. I think he can do it on a two-way contract. But his name on Twitter is Get Buckets 5 And he was out there getting buckets. He's about 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, um, he has athletic tools. The, um, he can put the ball on the floor. He was playing point forward, dribbling the ball. And this is why I really wanted Denny Avdia to play in the summer league so he could play that point forward position. Because right now we don't have a point guard that is ball dominant really that would take the ball out of his hands. So the summer league would have been great for Denny just to get that experience and that confidence up and just playing that point forward so we could see him in that position because we just really didn't get to see Denny play that way in the regular season. So I just think it would have been awesome for him to get this experience in the summer league once again. So um, I, I really – Denny just needs as much experience as he can get. But, to, to, but for me to get back to just praising – um, giving Caleb Holmesley his props, man. We we got 15 guys on the roster, but come training camp time, man, he can fight and take somebody's spot on this roster. The guy can play, man. I'm really happy that we signed him out of Liberty. Um, I got to look at his, his profile from Liberty because he can score, man. He was he was getting to the basket at will. He was knocking down shots. He was making good decisions. Now, the second half, it, it kind of went downhill. It went downhill for everybody in that third quarter because there was so many turnovers. It was ridiculous, but the guy was balling. He was definitely the best player on the floor for the Washington Wizards by far. Um, he had a great night. The guy, like, he he definitely did a, a lot for himself, and I'm looking forward to watching him play. He had 17 points tonight, six for eight from the field, three for four from the three-point line, and uh, he had two assists. Um, but the guy was balling, man. I, I love what I saw from him. Uh, Jay Huff, I thought he he impressed me a little bit. I like what I saw from him. He's a, he was all a, all ACC defensive team for Virginia. He's a, he's a shot blocker. He's a finisher around the rim. He's he's a stretch five. And somebody asked me on Twitter. I think it was Peter, and um, his username has like a lot of numbers in it. But he, um, you know, I was tweeting during the game, and he asked me. He was like, "Do I think does he think that Jay Huff could be um, our third string center? You know, we had that three center rotation last year, and we'll see. Jay Huff definitely has to get in the weight room. He looks more like a, a G League go go guy right now." Uh, but, you know, with, with Thomas, he was asking if Tom, when Thomas Bryant, before he comes back, could he be that third center behind Montrezl Harrell and Daniel Gafford? And I could see that. I could see him do that. He's a, he's a stretch five. This is what bigs are today. He's a modern-day big, a guy who can shoot the three and, and dunk the ball around the rim. That's He had a nice dunk. He had a couple – he had a nice put-back dunk, finished around the rim, and he looked like he was really mobile and had good lateral movement and lateral quickness to get to the basket. Um, the big man for Sacramento, his name is like Nemus Cueto. I remember him. He, he was a – he was a really good big out of, uh, I want to say Nevada. 
Uh, yeah, Nemus Queda. You know, he he was a he's a good big. He's a good shot blocker, and and Jay Hub did a good job of getting by him. He he pulled him out of the three point line, and uh, he could be a, a great stretch five. We have a lot of shooters on those roster. That's what I'm looking forward to. You know, guys like um, Corey Kisper, Jay Huff, he can shoot the ball. Isaiah Todd can shoot the ball. All the guys that we really brought in can shoot the basketball. So we can really space the floor. So Jay Huff it would be a good a floor spacing big. Uh, Mason Jones, he was really aggressive. He's a guy, he played for the Sixers during the uh, regular season this year. Had a career high of 24 points. So he does have NBA experience and G League experience. Uh, he was a guy that was getting to the basket. He was five for nine for tonight, 14 points, four assists. And two for four from the three-point line. There were some times where he did put his head down. It's like, okay, yeah, can you please get the ball to Corey Kisper? But he was out there getting buckets, man. He was doing his thing. He's trying to make a name for himself and make it, and make it, and make a way for himself in the NBA. So I thought he played pretty well. Jordan Goodwin, um, he went three for thirteen from the field, zero for four from the three-point line. So he does have to improve shooting the ball, twelve points, and he boards. He's a good rebounder, like we talked about in his interview. He's a solid rebounder and a, and a good distributor as well. Uh, I thought he played well at moments, but um, the shooter percentage just wasn't there tonight. Um, and Davion Mitchell, you know, he 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 played pretty well. He he got to the basket a couple times. Um, like I said, Kisper eight points. Um, the Hernandez, Derwin Hernandez, he struggled a bit. He took some bad shots, missed some easy shots. It looked like it looked like he just struggled out there. Um, so that's one guy I could definitely. Uh, he definitely needs to improve in the summer league. Um, Dawkins, Johnny Dawkins' son, he, he had some good moments. And um, that, that's really it for the guys right now. I mean, it, it was kind of a mid game because down that third quarter stretch, I mean, there was a lot of turnovers. It, it got ugly uh, down the stretch in that third quarter. There's a lot of turnovers, and it, it just got ugly. Um, Jemias, uh, what's his name? Jemias Ramsey for the Kings. He went crazy. He had 13. He didn't go crazy, but he, he had some nice finishes on them. He had some nice finishes, nice, nice crossovers. So uh, and then the guy King uh, for the for the uh, Kings number twenty three, sixteen points four for six from the three. You look at the team stats too. They they shot the three really forty one percent from the three as a team. They they were knocking down easy shots from the three point line. Now, they had a lot of open shots. We got to do better on rotations to get back. But this team they have to gel and get better chemistry and get going. Like I said, the Kings have played with four games already now. They're two and zero oh in 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 the summer league. So they they got a good team. They got some good guys on that roster. And um, I think the Wizards will get better with time. We shot 24% as a team from the three-point line. You look at the turnovers, we we had 22 turnovers. The Kings had 15 turnovers. So we lost the turnover battle. That was very telling right there down that third quarter stretch. It was just bad. It was turnover turnover after turnover after turnover, turnover after turnover. That's, that's why I said we could definitely use a Cassius Winston right now or even a Denny Obdi at the moment. So we, we definitely could have used those guys. And uh, it definitely showed. So, um, Kispert, I'm looking forward to seeing him play. We do play the Nets next. Uh, so, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Spencer Dinwiddie did show up to the game. Daniel Gafford, my guy, my guy Gafford, was at the game. And then Giannis was watching uh, the game as well. I did see them. They showed him a lot. And they did interview Spencer Dinwiddie. So, um, next, I, I do want to talk about some nuggets about the Spencer Dinwiddie interview. They did, he did, he did his press conference. So I do want to talk about that a little bit before we get off and what I want to see in that Nets game, what I want to see improvement wise, what I want to see them do with Corey Kispert. Um, but this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, my favorite flavor is cookies and cream. Double chocolate is really, really, really good as well. Built Bar 
it's a healthy bar, but really, really, really offers a lot of delicious flavors. It says a strawberry double chocolate. And uh, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar, and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Grasshopper cookie is similar to Thin Mint Girl Scout cookie, so you should definitely try that one. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to build.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. This episode is also brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports experts. Promo code is locked on. All right, so the Wizards did make some moves. I do want to talk about some roster moves. Well, not really roster moves, but coaching moves, coaching hiring. So uh, we'll start off with Isaiah Todd. He agreed to a four-year, $7 million rookie deal with three guaranteed seasons per Shams per Sham. So congratulations to Isaiah Todd, our second round pick, inking a deal already. I like to see it. I'm happy for the guy. I just want to see Isaiah Todd get on the floor in summer league and get started already because I think he's super, super talented and he's a stretch four, stretch five that I think would excel in the summer league and definitely make this team better. And um, all the G League Ignite guys that played, Kaminga's played well, Jalen Green is balling. So all the G League Ignite guys are playing well. I, I think this would be perfect for Isaiah Todd. He's a bucket getter. He's a scoring, he's a scoring big. Super aggressive and mid-range assassin can shoot the three, put the ball on the floor a little bit. So he's a versatile big, uh, hybrid big. So I would love to see Isaiah Todd get some playing time. Hope he can, hope he can quickly come back for the next game. Um, so the Wizards did hire uh, Mike Miller to fill out the assistant coach staff, Pat Delaney, Joseph Blair, Zach Guthrie, Ryan Richmond, and Dean Oliver. Uh, for player development, they hired Alex McLean, who I talked about last week, who's been working out with Daniel Gafford. Uh, helping him with his player development, uh, Landon Tatum, Mike Williams, and Ryan Lumpkin to fill out the staff. So just to give a little big background on Mike Miller, this is from the website. Just to keep you guys updated, he spent the 2021 season as an assistant coach with the Oklahoma City Thunder and the 2019-2020 season as an assistant with the New York Knicks uh, before he assumed the role of interim head coach in December 2019. Prior to joining the Knicks, Miller spent four years as the head coach of the New York Knicks G League affiliate. And then he also won the G League Coach of the Year in 2019 and 2018 and led the team to the G League playoffs in three of his four seasons as head coach. So uh, Mike Miller's a solid coach, not not the Mike Miller from the Miami Heat or the Memphis uh, Grizzlies rookie of the year. Uh, this is just Mike Miller. Not, I'm not just going to this is Mike Miller, G League Coach of the Year, who has solid credentials, who will be the assistant coach for uh, Wes Unsell Jr., who, of course, was there. Tommy Shepard was there. The whole front office was there at the game today. So got to see a lot of guys there supporting the team. Always good to see. Um, so Spencer Dinwiddie had a press conference yesterday. I'll quickly go over three things that stood out to me that he said that was very, very interesting. Um, 
one thing that I liked is a uh, one of the reporters asked Spencer Dinwiddie um, about Rui and Gafford, about their development and looking forward to playing with them. And I loved his answer. He said that, you know, with lob combinations, him and uh, him and um, DeAndre Jordan, they were number one in lob combinations. So him throwing alley-oop lob to DeAndre Jordan, they were ranked first in the NBA. Also, him and Jared Allen were ranked third in lob, lob combinations. James Harden and Clint Capella were ranked second. That was in the 2020 season. So I'm excited to hear about that because um, Gafford is a great lob threat. Uh, I'm a huge Gafford fan. And I think lobs um, motor his game. Uh, that's one of the things that you have to use. That's the strength of his game. And that pick and roll with Dinwiddie and Gafford, the pick and roll with Russ and Gafford was incredible last year. And that's one of the reasons why we made the playoffs. You know, you got to utilize that skill. And also Montrezl Harrell. Montrezl Harrell's a great rim running big. He's a good finisher around the rim. And Thomas Bryant, too, with the pig and pop. If we do keep Thomas Bryant, I think we I think we should keep Thomas Bryant. I would like to see him here. But we got some versatile bigs. We got some bigs that you can swap in and out. Uh, Thomas Bryant is somewhat of a lob threat as well. So uh, with that pick and roll and the pick and pop, I think Thomas Bryant would excel with uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. He's a great creator. Average seven, seven assists per game in the 2020 year. And uh, he's a good facilitator. He's a great passer. Um, another interesting nugget from from the interview, he said he's not Gilbert. He's not John Wall. He's not Russell Westbrook. Um, but he said he thinks he'll possibly be the first point guard in D.C. to lobby senators about Bitcoin. So he has a, a strong sense of humor. Spin, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, there's never really a dull moment with him. Uh, his interview is, is very is always interesting. It's never dull moment. It's never a dull moment. Then they asked him about him tweeting uh, the Hagrid gif uh, from Harry Potter. Like I said, I thought it was a a little corny, but it is what it is. That's my guy didn't win. He, he's a funny guy. He's he's a humorous guy. So I, I, I like that. Um, and then they also asked him about the uh, one dollar bonus for winning a championship, which I think is 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 that was the funniest story. One dollar. That that just shows how much of the Wizards went value winning a championship. We haven't won a championship since 1970. I hate to bring it up, but we haven't won one. I think we all know that. But uh, he says, uh, didn't we? He said that if they won a championship, he'd like the Wizards to pay him his $1 bonus in 100 pennies. So he's a $1 bonus if the Wizards win a championship. Uh, that's hilarious. So some good nuggets and um, good news. He says he's cleared from his ACL rehab but had not progressed to five on five just yet because the Nets were eliminated from the playoffs right before he was able to says he should be go to, should be good to go by the start of the season. So um, that's good to hear, which I, I knew he was going to be ready to go for day one. And um, he's progressing. I mean, he, he's a guy, he's, 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 he has solid athleticism. He's six, five, six, six. His game isn't based on athleticism, but he can get to the rim and score. And um, he, he also talked about his shooting percentages too. Uh, that's something that I brought up, you know, because the shooting percentages were not there. You know, 30% from the three is not good for a point guard. And you you look at the percentages, you're like, oh, my gosh, here we go. This is going to be bad spacing because he shoots 30% from the three. But that's not that's not telling the whole story. He was bad off the dribble. And he said that in the interview. He was bad off the dribble, 29% from pull-up threes. But catch and shoot, he was 37%. And that's something that, that I really like. Because Bradley Bill can create, he can kick it out to Spencer Dinwiddie in the corner, and he's 37% from catch and shoot threes. Danny Obdiev, he's playing that point forward position. There's a lot of lineups we can do with them with with Dinwiddie. That's what I like about this. It's a versatile, deep roster. So there's a lot of 
uh, lineups that we can throw out there and a lot of wings, different wings that we have. And then when he can spot up in that corner and knock the shots down. So uh, I'm excited to see him play. And uh, I'm excited to look forward to more summer league basketball too. Um, we'll wrap it up here. Um, rough night. I, I I really don't like these 10 o'clock games because you know we're on the East Coast and it's 7 o'clock in, uh, freaking Cal- in California, but over here it's, it's 10 o'clock and the game's not over until midnight. So, you know, I'm somewhat of an old head. But um, this episode was brought to you by Locked On Bets. Man, NFL starting up, man. I can't wait. So I'm going to try to bet on a lot of NFL games this year. You know, I'm a Washington football team fan, so – uh, the over-under for watching football team wins is eight and a half. It's a tough one. I'm taking the over on that one. And definitely check that Locked On Best. They'll give you guys some good advice on that too. But uh, lock, betting on the on the NBA or NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the, follow the Locked On Best podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, so tomorrow we I do want to talk about Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma um, had a press conference, and we'll talk about Aaron Holiday had a press conference as well. Kuz and uh, Montrezl Harrell and uh, Casey Pierce supposed to have press conferences today as well. So I do want to touch on that, and then we'll preview tomorrow the the uh, Nets game. And I'll give you guys the schedule really quick here for the summer league to give you guys a heads up. Um, we play the Nets on Thursday at 5 o'clock. That's going to be on ESP, ESPNU, so 5 p.m. Eastern time. And then on Sunday, we play the Bucks at 4 p.m. So I don't know if they're going to try to move that Pacers game to um, Wednesday or Friday, Saturday. We'll see. We'll keep you guys updated. But um, for some of the recaps, make sure you guys subscribe and stay ready here because I'm going to definitely do all the summer league games. I love the summer league. Summer league is a lot of fun. But um, the Wizards got to play better. And I understand we don't have a, a full roster right now, but in a makeshift roster. But I, I do want to see some more from Kispert. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm encouraged. I thought he knocked down some good shots. He showed good form. And uh, we'll see what he can do. They got to look for him more, though. These guys got to look for him more. They can't just put their heads down and go to the basket. But thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe and um, leave a good rating as well. You guys have a good night. Hail to the Wizards. Peace.